Switchmania Playcast. Welcome to episode 41 of the Switch Mania Playcast. The COVID-ode. The episode where we can't find any toilet paper. <laughs> I don't know about you, but um, I just take showers now. <laughs> I, I this is a very different playcast than I thought was going to be tonight. <laughs> we switched it up. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, so we did a lot of we did a lot of uh, virus talk last week. So I think that might be enough for us. Um, oh no, no, no! I wasn't there. JP was not here. And, uh, <laughs> and there has there has been some new developments. Um, that I think there's one that I think we should talk about. And we can always talk about that first. I'm, I'm very interested in your thoughts on that. Well, the development is JP did not die from Pax East, so that's good. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I did survive. Apparently, I did hear. Was it you that told me that somebody from Pax had gotten it? I think a Nintendo rap. <laughs> yeah, I only talked to one of them, so hopefully it wasn't that person on that day. <laughs> they but, coughed um, right on you. <laughs> no, I I really want to talk about if you've seen the recent thing that came out about GameStop's uh, internal yes. uh, memo to their employees. Yes, I, I did. Love it. GameStop is okay. so important that <laughs> they have to stay open even when the government forces a shutdown of all non-essential businesses. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's one thing to tell your employees that you're essential. It's another to say when the cops come and they tell you the clothes, you tell them that you're essential. And I don't know. I mean, to me, that really, I mean, that rubbed, I think, everybody the wrong way. But surprisingly, <laughs> like in our circle, so many people were just pretty much saying, like, I'm done with GameStop. I'm not giving them any more money. This is ridiculous. And then, you know, they sent out another uh, memo afterwards saying that they're reducing the number of people in the store and they're make, taking more precautions. But I mean, that was pretty bad. And you have to realize, like, in today's day and age, if something gets sent out, it's probably going to get publicized on social media. Yeah, it yeah. just happens all the time. And something like that, I mean, you, you first get that Reggie's coming on board to the board, and that's, like, great news. And then all of a sudden you see something like this, and you're like, why? Why couldn't you just <laughs> been smart to your employees and to the situation? <laughs> so yeah, crazy. Yeah, there's also apparently a number they, they told uh, yes, employees to, to give cops here call this so to, we'll tell them why you're staying open and <laughs> yes. apparently people on reddit are using it like they're just blasting you know prank you know prank calling gamestop and just telling them to f off and all that so oh, i'm sure ridiculous. they regret posting that number <laughs> yeah <laughs> well i mean the thing is is that gamestop should just be doing what other local businesses are doing which is yeah. you order online and you pick up curbside yeah, they did add that, so curbside is an option now. But even still, to, to tell your employees that you have to stay open. And every day, I mean, it just feels like you're hearing the number of people you can be around is getting less and less. And <laughs> I haven't seen the official letter, but I have people who work at Best Buy mention to me that as of Sunday, it's only going to be curbside pickups. So it's not even going to be able to go into the stores. So, yeah. it's you know, it's, it's still getting more serious. And I don't know, something like that is it's not the kind of publicity that you wanted. <laughs> Exactly. Oh yeah. yeah. I know such, I, such a thing is no such thing as bad press, but this is very bad press. Yeah. 
Well, the other thing that I've seen is a lot of people, um, because as the time of this recording, Animal Crossing came out last night, yep. and like a lot of different stores were dropping it early so that way yes. people could pick it up. And it's really interesting to see how many people ventured out to get a <laughs> essential thing such as Animal Crossing. <laughs> well, maybe that's why they sent out that letter. And you know what? Initially, they were going to do Doom on Thursday, and then animal crossing on friday and then little by little i guess they got official word that they were allowed to start selling uh animal crossing because they changed the release date in the system so i guess it could ring through but yeah i mean my copy is not coming in for a while i had credit on play asia so that's going to take forever for me to get but yeah a lot of people uh were posting pictures so i guess they were brave enough to go out in public let, let me yeah. assume that barry has his uh yeah it came it <laughs> came about uh, six o'clock ish tonight from Best Buy via UP, uh, yeah, UPS. Nice. And, uh, I got a little time to play it. And my wife, we got two copies. My wife's been playing it. And one of the reasons it took so long for dinner is literally at five, five o'clock. I asked her what's for dinner. She's like, here's what we're going to have. I said, good. Six o'clock. The game comes six thirty. <laughs> I say, what are we having for dinner tonight? She says nothing. Seven o'clock. I say, are you going to make that dinner? She doesn't answer me. Seven thirty. I say, um, look, you know, we have we have the play cast. Let's go. And she doesn't answer me. <laughs> Eight o'clock, I say, are you going to make dinner or should I make something else? And she says, I told you nothing already. Um, <laughs> I, I, and I was just like, all right, you know what? I'm just going to heat up leftovers. And she's like, no, there's something else I want to make that before it goes bad. I'm like, oh, OK. Are you going to make it, though? And she's still sitting there. And I'm like. Ah, and, she, and, and she literally takes the switch and shoves it in my face and says, like, this is why I'm you know, I don't often play games. Because I, I lose track of time. I said, that's fine. Play all you want. But are we going to have dinner? <laughs> she sounds like a winner. She's showing you I've got priorities. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I, Food and I, is not essential. I want her to play games. I tell her anything you want to play, I want you to play. Any game on the shelf, I want you to pick up and enjoy absolutely 100% of the time. And if, if, if you're going to say, I'm going to make this for dinner, then okay, I'm just going to keep reminding you. If you want me to fend for myself, I will. I don't care. I'll make for her even. I don't care. But if you say we're going to have this, then I'm all right, we're going to have this. And we didn't have the initial thing we were going to have. <laughs> so it's like we had the rain check on that, I guess. Man. And the thing is, I heard that um, Animal no Crossing – no food berry. <laughs> but <laughs> I heard with Animal Crossing, though, that you can play, like, two-player or up to, like, four-player on the same island with one Switch. So, oh, wow. Well, we have our own. That's why we have our own islands, and we can visit each other. Yeah, I just, I'm just i just thinking, like, if I end up getting a copy, that London and I could both play on the same island on TV, and maybe she'll uh, get obsessed with it. So how does it work? You, you can't play at the same time, though. You can just have you an can. account on the same island? As it were, no, I can play, play together. Time. But one okay. person is like, I think the head of the island, maybe or something. Kind of like yeah. I think I could be wrong. We need to research this so when yeah. we talk about it, we'll know. Yeah, I, I just um, what what I was told by some uh, some people on social media that posted, mm -hmm. um, they were just saying that they're like your little helpers, like the other mm -hmm. players. So I think you, like you have your main first player, and then when you get into, I, I guess, doing things on your island, they help you out. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty cool, though. Like, that actually opens things up, so that way, you know, like, either I can just be my daughter's little helper, or vice versa. Hopefully I'm just mm -hmm. her little helper. That'll be easy. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, though. 
But I haven't bought anything yet, and if I do anything, I won't go to GameStop. I will go to probably Walmart, and it's $10 cheaper. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So, How's yeah. everyone doing, though? I mean, I, I wasn't here last episode, so is every, your family's doing well, your neighborhood, your work? Yeah, I mean, I'm still working, so yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, good. I'm... I'm I'm at home and my wife's been working at home. Although because she works for medical devices, they're still open. Uh, mm-hmm. So like yesterday, she had to go in for a couple of meetings that she had to do. Oh, um, wow. She she's in quality and the production line is still there. However, mm-hmm. she informed me today that they had their first ground zero in one of the production lines, oh. uh, which is weird because it's a clean room, it's all clean environment, and everything is fully sterile. Um, but because they got it now, they had everybody that's a part of that line is in two week quarantine. The line gets shut down for two weeks and, and the whole building is closed for the weekend while they clean everything on the, the, every production line and all the whole like first floor, second floor and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, it's all taken care of now. So it's like, geez, that, that sucks because you you know where we are. There's a lot of people, so it's going to be worse in our area in other areas for a little while because mm-hmm. of the amount of people. Um, yeah. Yeah. We have, we're working from home. My wife for the first time ever. And a lot of schools are doing this now is they're doing the e-learning. So she's working from home. We kept our kids home cause there's no point sending them to daycare. And then we found out today that their daycare has such low attendance that they have to merge. They have to close that one down for now and merge with two other ones, um, to a third location. Man. So oh my God. Yeah. So a lot of, People are home, and, and even like our friend in Connecticut, their school already got the word that they're not returning back this year. So it's a middle all? school. Yeah, so the rest of the school year is done. I the mean, whole school year now, because like... Yeah, like through Lo- June. Because London's just out through um, spring break so far, but it seems like Georgia over here is just kind of mirroring what everything is happening like up in the Northeast by you guys. Like I see it happening mm-hmm. up there. And then, like, a week later, or even a few days in this point, um, like, then all of a sudden they announce it. And then I see more and more craziness. <laughs> yeah, like, I hope it goes back to normal, but we have a feeling we're going to be out for a while. Well, Yeah, um, things will go back to normal. I think, honestly, I think other places in the country will go back to normal before us, which is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's just because the amount of people, um, there's so many people in our counties, um just in this area in New York City that <clears throat> it, think the, the numbers are going to be greater. Just And people are going to look at it like, oh, my God, it's such a worse place. But it's just because we have more people here and it's, yeah. it's more chances of spreading. And unfortunately, not everybody adheres to the guidelines of the quarantines and the, the social yep. distancing. And if you don't have to go out, don't. Um, people are um, – they're not taking it seriously. I mean, some people totally are, and some people are blowing it out of proportion, while others are just not taking it seriously enough. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and unfortunately, you know, some people will suffer, and some people might die. And I, I think, you know, if you have that attitude like, hey, I'm invincible, uh, don't. And if, even if you feel you're going to be fine, think about the other people you're going to infect. And yep. if you infect somebody who is not going to be fine and they die um, – it's you know it's manslaughter you. in a way you know it's on you and in fact it could even be looked at as murder because you knew to stay home and you didn't um but if you do go out my philosophy is i treat myself as if i have it mm-hmm. and i don't want to infect anybody else yeah hmm. yeah 
Well, that got dark real fast, uh, Barry. Yeah. <laughs> so on that note... Uh, on the, on the is, topic of manslaughter, let's... Uh, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what is going on? I put the laughter well, in true. manslaughter today, everyone. I, Jeffrey, I think you need to put the Law & Order theme song now in the show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you you know, Animal Crossing <laughs> theme, you know, you have the axe, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. So what, so what did we play this week, though? Um, so I played a lot of games. No. <laughs> I played a lot of <laughs> Nintendo games, and <laughs> I have a feeling a lot of people are going to have more time for games. Yeah, oh, oh yeah. yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and... that's where the backlog is good to have. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my backlog is ridiculous, but um, all right. So let's get to the game of the uh, episode. Oh, you don't even want to finish what we were going to we played this week. I mean, I thought on. that's what JP was saying. Is what did we play I this was... week? I was referring to our game of the week. Yeah, oh, Barry. Oh, I was playing other games, too, you know. No, 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 no. JP's <laughs> trying to keep you on task, Barry. That's right. Fine, fine, if you must. <laughs> yeah, for once, I'm in sync with, with JP. It's, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> so, the uh, game of the episode is... So, uh, right here, you just heard the ECW fuzz because Jeff messed up. Um, Somehow the recording paused, and as soon as it said, let's get to the game, it froze. So, so basically, we're going to have a cool 10 seconds. (laughs) Real time here, people. 10 seconds, because we always adhere to our only one hour for the podcast. Um, <laughs> 10 seconds to talk about Kimono Heroes. Um, now, and I ask if you're listening to this and you want to, like, you know, hurt Jeffrey, we're, we're perfectly cool with that. But and don't mag hurt your the, games. And mag your, don't hurt us. It's all Jeffrey's fault. <laughs> yeah, I say, talk, don't, don't sing it. Bring it. Yeah, we talked for a while. Like, oh my gosh. And Nobody I don't read Dread Stories. I don't read Dread Stories. They were great people. So give me all the hate mail. It's uh, jpswitchmania.com. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and go there. Um, you, I say the same thing wow. at the end of the episode if you get all the way there right now. <laughs> oh. Now I understand why you're glad that I'm on the podcast, JP. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Kimono Heroes obviously developed by Mad Gear Games. Uh, thank you for giving us the codes for the game. Um, sorry that we don't have a long time to talk about this because we're kind of out of time here. But that's all my fault. <laughs> I didn't notice that it that the program was frozen until I looked over. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> I missed what I'm playing. We missed what JP's playing, but we got what Barry's playing today. Everybody. Wait a minute, we lost everything about Overpass. Yeah. Oh, Oh, my God. But we got to talk about Kimono Heroes, JP. This is why I'm not on the show anymore, everybody. (laughs) I can't deal with this. He's now admitted that he's not on the show. (laughs) You hear that, JP? How am I here right now? (laughs) (laughs) No, um, no, sorry. Kimono Heroes, awesome platform game. uh, Very beginner friendly. I do like that it's multiplayer, although I only played it in single player mode. Was able to beat it. Um, really, really cool game. Like Super Mario Brothers 1, you can't go backward once you progress. Um, you play through the game twice over, so you play it the first four worlds, then you get frozen in carbonite, no, in stone. Um, and then you have to go through again in the ethereal range. Um, the one thing that I was a little disappointed on was that you have some amazing graphics, but then when you play the whole second half, it's all muted, so it kind of takes away from the whole ambiance. Um, but 
I liked the game. It's a little bit pricey at $14.99. Um, wait for a sale, but it's still worth <laughs> the playthrough. Um, if you put this out physically, Mad Gear, please, please, please give us some more levels for the physical cart. That would be amazing of you because it shouldn't be too hard to give us more content, people, right? Right? More. There was my 10 seconds that went definitely only 10 <laughs> seconds, by the way. Um, and I'm assuming that we'll talk more about it. So go ahead, JP. You got 10 seconds. <laughs> uh, time's up. No. I time's would first up. like to thank Magger Games and NISA for providing us with the game code. So thank you for that. Personally, I really enjoyed the game. You know, it's weird that we all know what we talked about, but none of you do because Jeffrey, <laughs> you know, froze our program. But Welcome I will say that <laughs> I will say it, it took about two to three hours for me to play. I played on easy mode. There's a few uh, levels of difficulties that you could choose. I played easy. I found it to be very enjoyable, very friendly um, platform or action platformer friendly that uh, Jeffrey talked about. Um, but yeah, I played as the Fox. There's four characters that you could go through each with their own moveset. And yeah, overall, the music... I thought was great. It fit the world very well. And then, you know, in that second half where you go to the ghost world, the music slows down, which I like. So it was a little bit, uh, you know, different take there. But overall, it's a very fun game. $15. It's a easy buy for me. I would have gotten this game if they hadn't provided us with the code. Um, but yeah, I, I was a fan of Mad Gear games from when we played A Whole New World. And I just thought that they take really interesting genres and just make them very fun um so it's another game under their belt that i i thoroughly enjoyed i would recommend it to everybody i think it's a lot of fun i know barry's going to talk about being able to play multiplayer because he's the only one of us who did um and so they don't some... put the a-hole in a whole new world anymore because we were able to beat the end boss we were right? and, and i, I played it on normal though i didn't play it on easy i played it on normal and and also <laughs> they had a little light rpg uh, RPG, yeah, RPG mechanics RPG in terms of a leveling up system. So at the yeah. end of each level, you could take your coins and you could purchase either you know orbs for your special power ups. You could increase your your main weapon, the bombs, your secondary weapon, uh, your life uh, health bar. So I really like that aspect. But I just thought that by the end of the game, you had more than enough coins to literally buy everything you want. And as long as you don't just breeze through the level and skip all the bad guys, uh, you will have no problem being able to you know, power up. But what's smart about it is that you can't just max out everything on the first try. So when you max out your sword, you know, to the next level, it says max until you beat the next stage and then it becomes available again. So that really way you don't way overpower do your character too soon. It's kind of how uh, they balance the enemies, I would say, going through the game, which, was, which yeah. was genius. And, you know, there's a lot of fun parts because the one that I really loved is the stage with the umbrellas. Um, I just found myself like at times the the screen was just like overwhelming with all these with all these baddies and it was just so much fun to just like double jump and slash and see how many I could get and at the same time collect a whole bunch of coins. So it's just it's a fun game overall. I really enjoyed it. I'm glad we got to play it. I'm glad I got to beat it because it feels good to actually beat a game. Um, but yeah, that's that's my take on on uh, Kimono Heroes. All right, Barry, JP took too long. You have five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Come on, no hero, good. 
Cool. I don't know if you ever uh, <laughs> Too saw long, JP. Parks and Recreation, <laughs> yes, um, but there's course. the episode with um, Patton Oswalt, and he does a filibuster. Yes. So I figure as long as I keep going, Jeffrey has to sit here. So here we go. Let's do a filibuster. <laughs> he didn't tell you that it froze again? It froze. Oh, we got oh, it's it all over again. And it's gone. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, take so uh, <laughs> take, take 52. <laughs> The time Jeffrey decides to actually push the record button. <laughs> really, he's just been screwing with us this entire time, and none of this is real at all. There ever. is no playcast. <laughs> but, um, no, so this game is uh, one of them I actually really enjoyed. Um, felt it was a little short, but I absolutely enjoyed going through the platforming. I was not a fan of not being able to go backwards, not a fan of replaying levels. Uh, it felt padding. But the graphics, the music, everything is beautiful. <clears throat> and uh, I was about halfway through the game, a little over halfway. And I did get to play multiplayer, but I got to play multiplayer because my wife was cleaning in uh, the living room where I was playing. And I had my GameCube wireless controller that I used for Smash uh, out, and she decided she was going to dust it and clean it. And while she was doing it, she accidentally turned it on, which added a new person into the game. So now I didn't know how to get a second player out, so we had to play the rest of the game co-op, which she really was like, I want to clean. And I'm like, no, you're sitting here and you're playing this game with me. Uh, So we figured (laughs) out some things about how co-op works, which is really cool, because if one person does die, um, you can actually go over there and quickly uh, bring them back to life by tapping the Y button. Um, if they die completely and they lose all their lives, they become a ghost. They can fly around and you can actually uh, steal lives from each other, which is kind of interesting. Um, at the end of the level, there's these big coins. And the first person to get there gets 500 coins and 400 coins, etc. But by the end of the game, the coins are meaningless because they give you so many coins, you have everything maxed. Yeah. But if a character does join in the middle of the adventure... They do have a reserve amount of coins so that they're not like completely underleveled, which is awesome. Um, it is cool that you can do drop-in co-op like that. And uh, what was said in the first recording, uh, hey. apparently if you want to get all the achievements, <laughs> um, you can get right to the final boss and then push start on three extra controllers and just beat the game. And you get all the achievements for clearing it for all the characters, which Jeffrey didn't really have a pro- didn't really like. And he went on this big thing about how he didn't like it, but that's all gone. Some hey, no, that, that was my that was my tip. That was my hint, guys. <laughs> yeah. Come on. <laughs> you lost that tip. Hey, yeah. You tell him, Steve Dave. No fair. <laughs> but no, I, I agree with Jeffrey with uh, the price. I think 15 is a little high um, for the amount of content. It took me like an hour, just a little bit over to beat it on easy. And, uh, well, stop you know, playing games so fast, Barry. Jeez, oh, clearly. Barry. God. I, I had the advantage by having the hand. Oh, yeah, that's right. I didn't I just to talk about if you have two players or more there, if you got too far apart, it doesn't turn split screen. Um, you are locked into the screen. So if you go too far ahead, you can kind of screw over somebody behind you. So you got to try to stay together, um, which is kind of weird. I, I would have liked to see that split screen mechanic where you can just go on ahead because that the whole point of the, the 500, 400, et cetera, coin thing at the end is more like a competitive race but if you if you're only competing for the last few seconds of the the level it's kind of defeats the purpose but yeah um if this is the type of game if you like action platformers with a little bit of rpg elements um and you feel 15 dollars is fine then absolutely go for it otherwise i say wait for a sale because for bang for your buck i feel you can get you know games with more content hey and jp we did figure out why um 
why Barry's wife refused to cook for him tonight is because he forced <laughs> her to play Kimono Heroes. Like, it's exactly what it was. That's not so in the game anymore, Jeffrey. You realize that, right? You <laughs> like this game. Now you just said something negative about it. <laughs> no, your you wife. About that. <laughs> your wife Barry's made wife her like, play. She's just trying to protect She's just trying to protect you from the coronavirus, Barry, and you made her play Kimono Heroes instead of cleaning and sanitizing your your house. That's the sacrifice I'm willing to make for this play, Cap. <laughs> I'm willing to put my life at jeopardy because it's essential, according to GameStop, that I sit there and play games and you know put my life there on the line. So I'll be honest, I guys. I would not jeopardize my life for you. I'm sorry. Oh, see? See? I want your listeners to realize that I will do but- JP is the only one who not sacrifice himself. That's yeah. right. Sorry, guys. You're on your own. <laughs> the true colors come out. I hope we never all come in person because it's going to be bad. All right, Barry. What did you play? <laughs> um. Well, besides the uh, the game of the episode, I played the game that we are eventually, hopefully, going to be. We're definitely going to be talking about next week. Um. Hopefully, the only game we'll be talking about next week, but we'll find out, um, <laughs> which I won't reveal the name of, but I, I did play that. And uh, then, because Animal Crossing uh, just came out today as a recording, which I've now started playing, I needed something in between, and I wasn't sure what I should should play. I didn't want something too big, but I decided mm-hmm. to go with the Mega Man Zero ZX Legacy nice. Collection, mm-hmm. because I played some of them originally on the GBA and, and again, on the DS, but I never really went through it, and this collection actually has a casual mode, um, which gives you like all the life right away, makes nice. the enemies take less damage or take more damage, and you take less damage. Gives you all the elves, all the cyber elves instantly done, um, all the weapons fully maxed out, so there's no grinding. Wow! Um, allows you just to go right through, um, which is awesome. So I was able to run through and, and beat. The first four zero games, and then I I did ZX. ZX was a little more complicated because it's Metroidvania um, style, so you do have to go around all the zones. It's not just click a mission go. But uh, I did ZX, and I I was just about to start ZX Advent when the UPS you know, rolled up. So I need to go back. <laughs> I did five out of the six games. Tons of fun, great. Damn. And if you're if you're intimidated by the challenge, that is those games, and those games are tough. Um, there's a casual mode again that makes it easier, but there's also a save point assist. Save point assist is awesome. It's it's not save states like the other Mega Man Legacy collections have, but mm-hmm. it puts these little checkpoints. And when you go into a checkpoint, it saves your state as that is. So like in the zero games, you're actually ranked permission and retries um, actually cost you points. If you die, you go back to the last checkpoint you hit, so it doesn't count against you as a retry. But when you go back to the checkpoint, it also refills your health. And there's one right before every boss and, and between every area. So if you get to a boss and it kills you, you just go right back. It doesn't count as you dying at all, and you have your life back up at full. So it makes the game significantly easier, and it, this works in ZX as well. Um, I love the system. I think it works really, you know, really nicely, and and allows you to to enjoy the story and enjoy playing the Zero ZX games without the frustration that some of those games actually brings you if you play like the GBA <laughs> version or DS versions. Did we mention it's complete on cart? Did I miss yes. that? Yes, it's all complete on cart. Thankfully, they all learned six. it took three tries in the U.S., but Capcom got it. <laughs> yep, finally got, figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> There's also the Z Chaser mode, which which I did mess around with a little bit. That's very underwhelming compared to like the um, the X challenge that they had 
uh, on the Legacy mm-hmm. Collection for X, which was awesome where you fought two enemies at the same time. This, it's just like a, a run through the stage as fast as you can. Um, mm-hmm. For each game, there's a normal and a hard uh, stage to run through. And I'm like, and you could play, you know, all you know, just, just by yourself, or you could do split screen where you watch a ghost that you race against. And I'm just like, oh, nice. You know, I'm like, you know what? This this feels so tacked on compared to what they did. <laughs> um, I was really hoping they did something similar where you fought two zero enemies or even mixed it up because um, one cool thing about ZX, for those that don't know, is that's one of those few DS games that actually took advantage of the GBA cart slot. <clears throat> because many DS games didn't. And if you had Mega Man Zero Three in there, you got to fight four of the... Uh, villains or for the Mavericks from Zero Three, and if you had Zero Four in there, you got to fight four of the bosses from there as well. So mm. it was really cool. And this game actually has it. When you start it up, you can choose to link it without a card in there or with Zero Three or Zero Four. Oh wow! Uh, so you That's could awesome. actually you could you could switch. You could save back out, switch like kind of switching cards, put it back in, and so you could fight all eight bosses if you want uh, using the ZX. Uh, mm-hmm. weapon stuff which is really cool that they they didn't have to do that they could have just left it as is and just pretended those doors didn't exist for the bosses <laughs> but no they took the time and actually implemented that and they also implemented the e-reader cards for zero three um because that actually had e-reader cards that did things um, but you have to unlock those by playing oh, wow. so they really added a lot to this art gallery and stuff um it's a complete collection and it's awesome and it plays beautifully on the switch nice that's awesome. Yeah, that is crazy. So, should we um, tell the listeners exactly what we're playing uh, for next week? Sure, Barry. <laughs> well, well, are we are we doing the one that that I played, or are we doing the? Uh, we're, we're doing. doing uh, well, we're doing the one that that I. Oh, we play. did get coats. Well, yeah. I mean, we should at least still talk about the game that we got codes for because I, I didn't they get were kind of for it. <laughs> you got one that just was redeemed already somehow. <laughs> well, Barry redeemed all of them before I got off work. That's so he's <laughs> like, I'll I, just I take Jeff's Jeff. code because <laughs> I, I no, I, I asked JP if I should, and he said yes. Yeah. I said what? What did I said? Nasty. Yes. It, yeah. It's in. Right. I said, I said Jeffrey takes the. Oh, right, because the one code didn't work. Was it you first that? Uh, yeah, how was that work? Okay. You said, well, the other one works. Should I take it? And you said, sure. I'm pretty sure I said, think of Jeffrey. But no, I guess said, think of Jeffrey. I guess it was don't be selfish. Take the code. He said, he said, don't be selfish, Barry. And Barry's like, no, it's already redeemed. <laughs> no, I got Barry punished. was like, I'm going to take one for the team. <laughs> I got punished for playing it. Trust me. <laughs> well, either way, we are going to talk about that game. Yeah. I will be playing that. And I'm not playing it because I don't have it. So I'm going to get so, it for- so the game we're going to play, because the, the other game sounds terrible. Um, it does not sound terrible. <laughs> it sounds terrible from Barry talking about it. Um, <laughs> I don't even know the name of it. And the best part is, I don't even know the name of it, so it's great. So the game we're going to be playing next yeah, week is called Streets of Red. I know that game. <laughs> that was the game that JP uh, said we were going to play next week. In yes. The so, and um, it has an awesome collector's edition. That Amazing. I feel we should talk about now because it's a still available to buy. Yeah, I had a bias of collector's edition thanks to your your unboxing, <gasps> by the way. <laughs> yes. I always wonder if I if these videos you know, actually convince somebody to go oh, back so and to pick it, it up. It was it was the alternate cover. Yeah. That's, I didn't know there was an alternate cover in it, and I think that's damn sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know what? I did DM like Studios is known for that. 
Well, I, I yeah, liked the, how there's an actual manual in the NES box that came in the collector's edition. Um, yes, which makes it really cool. Like there was a I manual in the game fit so. in the uh, the switch case. Yeah, no, no, it does not. <laughs> not oh man. The one interesting thing, besides there, there is a spelling error on the back of both of the cases, Visus. which everyone was pointing out. Visus. But not, Visus, but not the PS4 version. The PS4 version no, is correct. Yeah. yeah, they didn't have. Yeah, they weren't able to switch it for the Switch in time. Um, but I thought it was interesting that the collector box had the Super Nintendo font on it, on the spine, <laughs> on the in, in the inside box. But it was an NES style uh, actual like collector box with a NES shell. Um, so I thought that was interesting. But either way, <laughs> I think PM Studios did a great job with this collector's edition. And one thing people don't know, um, so this is a little insider information. Hopefully they don't get mad I share it. But when I was at PAX, we were talking about this collector's edition. They put those shells together themselves. Really? Um, yeah, it wasn't planned. They thought they were coming complete already. And they got them in pieces and they sat in their office and put them all together. Mm. So each one was hand-lovingly put together for you from the great people at PM Studios. That's mm. pretty cool. And But either way, it's still available at Limited Run Games. That's, they're exclusively being sold there, regular or collector's edition. Nice. Um, so pick it up. Maybe you'll even get it in time before our episode, but if not, at least you can still get it. Uh, and the collector's edition really is kind of cool. It does come with an awesome soundtrack and everything. Yes. It has a lot of references to other games and 80s and all that craziness. I mean, Streets of Rage is the name play oh, yeah. on. But, I mean, there's a Jason-looking character or Rick from Spider-House-looking character on the front. There's mm-hmm. a Shovel Knight reference, a Link reference, Zelda. Final there's Fantasy so reference. so many references. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. And it's a beat-em-up. So it's a yes, it's yes. a beat 'em up game, and apparently it has permadeath somehow. So that's yes. interesting. Does it? Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be fun. Yeah. Thankfully, so. the regular copy actually just showed up. I think two days ago. So I have oh, it. Oh good. So we all nice. have it. Nice. So that'd right. be the game, and then there's a a bonus game that JP got some codes for that uh, Barry is grudgingly playing um, that I won't be playing unless they send a code. We gotta get you a code. <laughs> no! Anybody, well, you know what? We should tell because if anybody wants to play it, they exactly. can ahead of time. So it's called Blood Breed from Baltoro Games. And all I'll say about it, it's um, PS1 era graphics. Oh. It's a survival horror-ish is like, uh, I guess that's the right way to say it, uh, game. Um, and it actually has some pretty cool features to it, so I won't go into those right now, but it's only $5 on the eShop, so it's nothing that's going to break the bank. I'm sure people have coins. I I would say just pick it up, play it, and um, we'll talk about it next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perfect. That, 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 yeah, okay. We'll talk about it next week. <laughs> <laughs> so something else big happened this week. Did everybody watch it? The Indies? Indie, oh, world. The indie world, yeah, of course. Indie world, yeah. yeah, that was really cool. Before, before we get into it, I will say, do you? A lot of, not a lot of people, but some people were saying that they were mad that we were getting this instead of a direct. They felt that we should have gotten a direct. <clears throat> what are your first thoughts on that? I was disappointed that we haven't got a direct, and I think that's just because we haven't had one since September. And mm-hmm. at this point, I really think Nintendo just doesn't have anything to show off. Kind of like with Sony skipping uh, events, mm-hmm. I think Nintendo's in the same boat. Um, knowing that, I mean, it's an indie event. I wasn't going into it thinking, oh my god, the next you know, mm-hmm. you know, AAA Nintendo title is going to be shown off. But I was, I mean, I, 
it's an indie event. I'm just happy for the indies to get out there. And every in every developer that I've talked with that has had their game featured in an indie world or an indie event kind of deal uh, has had great exposure and great, you know, mm-hmm. trending with it. And just they've, they've loved it. So I'm really happy for all these developers. I will also say um, I was very impressed to see how many were switch console exclusive for a limited time so many like right in the beginning it was just like every single one was just like you know coming first to switch coming first to switch i thought that was great i mean it really shows the support that nintendo is giving them to the developers and it's showing the developers have confidence in the switch i mean at this point you know we're a few years in but it's really nice to know that like the switch and indies just kind of go hand in hand. It was almost like a joke. It's like a timed exclusive for yeah. Nintendo Switch. Every time, every every game, <laughs> a timed exclusive. <laughs> but either way, it's cool. I mean, and I like that we're seeing more, you know, indie support. Of course, um, I'm looking forward to the next uh, game by Yacht Club. Like, mm-hmm. oh, the ninja looking. Um, Ninja Gaiden style game just looks amazing. Did anybody realize? And somebody pointed this out a little off topic, but you mentioned that you know no Nintendo Direct. Um, I don't think th- I think somebody said that this is the first time we're now at the point where we don't have a release date for the next first party Nintendo game. Really? Yeah. Think about yeah, that. Like Fetal we Blade have Chronicles is rumored, but rumored. And, you know, and like on on a lot of websites. You can pre-order Bayonetta, right? I mean, it's been there forever yeah. kind of things. But we don't actually have the next Nintendo first-party game that definitively has a date. And I still think we were probably supposed to have a Direct and something happen. You know, either the virus kind of caused things to be put on hold. Or maybe Nintendo really is just focusing on indie titles right now and, and letting that ride. But... I thought it was interesting. That I have that's one true. hope. I have one hope, and that's basically E3 online, essentially, because mm-hmm. everybody's going to have to do E3 presentations online. Hopefully mm-hmm. Nintendo does a Treehouse nin- Nindies and a, a Direct, but they'll do some kind of video, and hopefully they'll be like, and it's available now. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, yeah, Shadow Drops. And, and hopefully it's a Shadow Drop of something really cool. Um because they've been, they're working on tons of stuff feverishly. Um, I, mm-hmm. I think Barry's 100% on the mark where they don't have anything worthwhile of showing. It's not that they don't have anything. I think that they want to amaze. And I don't yeah. think that they're at that point um, with any of their games that will like blow our minds. Because that's what Nintendo's been doing this whole console generation, is every time they do a Direct, it's like mind-blowing. It's like, oh, and one more thing, and it like uh-huh. melts faces. Like, yep. like now... Well, the- they even do that with the indies, too, right? They're like, yeah. we have one more title, yep. and it was available now. Exit the Gungeons. And so my thing is, is that... Like, Nintendo does that, but also, do you think that they count when they do a first-party thing like a Smash Direct as a as an direct. actual Direct? I think they do in their minds, <clears throat> even though the gamers in the community doesn't think that. I think that mm-hmm. when they did that last Smash, they count that as a, a Direct in their minds. <laughs> and I mean, we've had two Directs that are actually called Directs. It was the Pokemon Direct and the Animal Crossing Direct. Mm-hmm. But exactly. I don't think they look at game specific directs uh in that same vein because it almost feels like they had pieces of a direct 
a while ago, and they just decided not to do it due to lack of content, which is why we had the Pokemon Direct, while we had that Indie World back in, what, February or January, was it? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was January, and it was like, they did that almost like, these were going to be in a Nintendo Direct, and now we're just going to disperse and do them, you know, piecemeal <laughs> kind of deal. And and so, I really feel that way, because we've we've had... We've had a couple things now that, that easily could have been part of a Nintendo Direct, and mm-hmm. I really hope we don't have to wait till June because I'm I'm assuming, and I, I have to say, assuming now that we're going to get a Nintendo E3 Direct, uh, that's not 100% confirmed as of this point. It's just the status quo. You say assuming, mm-hmm. I but, say hopeful. <laughs> yeah, but but uh, you know, I would hope that we would get at least one direct prior to that. But at this point, no. it doesn't look like we're going to get anything till June at this point, which is, which is crazy from September to June with, with an animal crossing and a, a small Pokemon direct is it with, with two indie worlds. And mm-hmm. that's like nothing. But you know, it's interesting though. It's like, we haven't had it, but I still feel that the console has given us so much in these couple months. That it's just like, I'm okay. Like not being bombarded with all these other triple a titles that are going to be coming. Like, I feel like there's enough, to carry us right now oh yeah and now with animal crossing i feel like with the coronavirus a lot of people home it's like perfect timing for animal crossing to come out and and especially with social distancing now you get to go visit people's islands in the game so it's just you know i think animal Animal crossing just came out in the end of march and it's the first new nintendo release we had tokyo mirage sessions and we have pokemon mystery dungeon and both of those are remakes or or enhanced ports of previous games this is the first original title and it comes Mm -hmm. out march 20th like that's that's insane to think about no original title for almost three months but you know i don't even think of it like that like i don't you know every week you know i see all the games coming out but i never go like oh there's no nintendo title i go like wow there's like 10 new games coming out yeah, exactly. But, but, and, you but know, when you're talking about Nintendo Direct, it's yeah. what they're showing off, but really what Nintendo's up to. Yeah. I mean, and that is I one of the that. major draws of a Nintendo console is their first-party titles or yes. first-party published titles. Um, and, I mean, my thing is is that I want new Nintendo titles, but oh, I'm, yeah. I'm with JP where I kind of am happy with what's still coming out in the system mm-hmm. like, like oh, even yeah. streets of red just came out and i'm excited to play it for the cast like everything like i'm, I'm actually getting more and more games i want to add to my shelf of backlog <laughs> that i really want to play like streets of red's on it now because i moved agalos agalos moved up to my top 40 by the way mm-hmm. um, nice but like i i just i add new games all the time and i'm like man i want to put valfaris in there but it's down, not on the ground, because there's no room in my... <laughs> like, it just goes in the normal collection. Then I'll, I don't want to forget about it, though, because it looks cool. Like, <laughs> there's a lot of cool stuff out there. And, like, yes. and that's a good problem to have. And backlogs are just growing. So, I mean, as much as I would like to see a Nintendo Direct just to see new stuff, I'm also good. And also, I mean, we've had four different videos from Nintendo since September, so it's not like they haven't given us anything. They just haven't given us something that's huge, right? They haven't given yeah, us that's that. That's half a year you're talking about. We, we had four different directions since September. I mean, that's still something. We had two Indie Worlds. We had Animal Crossing and the Pokemon. And, and a Smash. Oh, and, the, and there was a Smash presentation here, right? Mm-hmm. So that's five things in five months. That's not... Jeez, Barry. Jeez, what do, what do you want, Barry? God. Yeah, seriously. 
So greedy. So, greedy. Well, even even talking- the Smash DLC is going to be delayed now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I will say, so. for anyone listening, although I guess this will be past when you hear it, mm-hmm. there is another actual uh, presentation going on right now. Not from Nintendo, but from Night Dive Studios. I don't know if everyone knows this, but yes. Independent Game Expose is happening right now on their Twitch channel. Um, so it happened, so awesome. I guess you'll be able to watch it after you hear this. But one interesting thing is Limited Run Games is going to be announcing some titles through there. So, see, we have a presentation to look forward to. Seabury. Yeah, yes. gosh. Is this, oh, look, I'm not upset. I'm, I'm just... You know, yeah, talking Streets of about Rage Four how, opened up for pre-order yes, today. Yes, it did, and I, I mean, went so Genesis. Stuff. I went Genesis title. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, and, and just so yeah. you know, I saw a post from um, I think it was old Angry Face Paul Solo asking why <laughs> does the Switch version Genesis case not say Genesis? And I <coughs> guess there's a variant slip case. There's an extra slip case yes. with Switch logoing on it. So just so yes. listeners know, there is a Genesis version to you, and. <laughs> And there's something else. I don't know if everyone knows this, but I was allowed to mention it because other people knew about it. Mm-hmm. There is a more deluxe edition that's going to be coming. What did, what did I write on the code? I wrote it like a post. I was like, we're going to call them more limited games now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> more limited run games. Because <laughs> they have something that's more limited. Um, my thing is, though, is I've been moving more and more away from the limited editions unless they... Like completely connect with me, like a Genesis release, a retro yep. style. Streets of Red had retro that NES box. I mean, there's an NES cartridge in it with no chip in it, but there's an NES cartridge <laughs> in Streets of Red. Like there's like that kind of stuff hits my nostalgia. I'll I'll venture toward that. Hopefully, JP, they don't do something more limited that has more nostalgia, but they probably <laughs> will. Those jerks. Um, yeah, I don't know what they could add. I mean, I thought this was. I I think all their classic editions are just perfect. And I'm watched I'm the actually one with Streets of Rage one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I, I just tuned in by the way that presentation. Yeah. Um, Blade Runner Enhanced Edition for Switch and PS4, physical from Limited Run. Oh, nice. Okay, I was. You know what? When they announced that they so earlier this week, Night Dive announced Blade Runner and also um, cool. drawing a complete. Blank Shadow Man remastered. Yes, I hope Shadow Man gets a physical. Well, you know what? I have a feeling. You know, uh, we'll probably. I'm, I'm sure there'll probably be another reveal in that presentation. But I would not. It be might surprised. have already happened already. It's an hour in. Well, um, I'm I'm following Limited Run Games channel because I figured they're going to post as soon as you know they announce something. Oh yeah, but I haven't seen anything yet. But post. I just hope there's no Shadow Drop Three word today because oh my god. <laughs> they did that at E3 last year with the Power yes. Rangers, and I feel they, like they'll probably do it again this year. They did it with uh, the year before with Oceanhorn. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, they did. So yeah, they'll definitely you know, do something. Speaking of limited run games, though, um, the one cool thing that came with the limited edition was they had the Club O Fun news. <laughs> yes, yeah, I like that a lot. And so it's there's cool. a rumor section in the back. Did everyone notice that? Yes, yeah. I posted yeah, ages, it, but yeah, well, the ages boy in his blob. Mm-hmm. And I have a feeling. I mean, I really hope we get the Sega Ages games. Did we talk about this on the channel? I think I we forget. did. I think we did. It sounds familiar. <laughs> but either way, I, I'm looking forward to um, issue two because I have so many issue ones now that I really want issue two to come out. Well, and they completely mirrored it off the original Nintendo Fug Club news, like the first um, oh, yeah. one. And I think it was done by Jeremy Parrish. Um, 
and which is cool um and hopefully with the next one they go like a little more modern with the color version which was like issue three or four in fun Mm -hmm. club news where it got color and everything because the first one doing it like that's awesome and now you just continue the nostalgia on I, I like how they say, don't worry that this game folded. We're going to be selling a book yes. with all of them later on. I'm I'm good with that. I'll buy it. Yeah. They're like, we'll, <laughs> but I will keep these two. I mean, I'm going to definitely hold on to these just as little cool, fun items. And Oh, yeah. So um, speaking of print, uh, there was something mm-hmm. that I did yesterday we didn't mention I, yet. I caught a few I, minutes of I, it. I caught a little bit of it, too. <laughs> so I did a, um, a live stream, and I actually got in the proofs for the Switch Collector Volume 1 in the mail yesterday. Um, so what a proof is, is that when you um, do anything in print... A good printing company will shoot you the proofs with color correction in order to see what it'll look like in print to make sure that nothing's too dark, too light, and you can do adjustments to make sure everything looks like flawless. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got I only I don't do the whole book because it is super costly to do like one high quality version of the of of a proofing. Um, mm-hmm. It was about. 160 bucks just to do 10 pages plus both covers um, wow it is really expensive but if you don't do that there's a potential that i would have what i've seen in other printing publications where like the text is or the imagery is way too dark or there's some mm-hmm. color issues with it so i've found in my experience that doing that is well worth it um and plus being able to see everything in giant amounts and um, they wouldn't let me keep it this time, unfortunately. The last time I was Aww. able to keep them, but um, this time they want to make sure it gets over to the plant so they can do color matching and everything. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it's because I got the um, slipcase as well, which um, JP approved with a wad on the back of the slipcase. <laughs> yeah, but it looks amazing. Everything turned out flawless, like exactly how we expected it to. So. I What's the time frame that we're looking at right now? Um, so now that everything is in motion, it's going to be six to eight weeks in a perfect non-COVID-19 world. <laughs> um. I, I, fun fact, though, the uh, the Switch cabinet guy actually got back to me the other day. I saw he got back to me, too. And I was, oh, he did? I oh, kind okay. of, well, he just sent a message, and I assumed he did to you. So I, I mean, we're going, I'm going to go with my buddy. Um, and I'm just going to tell him, well, thank you. Um, we had to go with somebody else for time constraints because Mm -hmm. they're being worked on now. Like, Mm -hmm. like he's actually working on them. So, yeah. Yeah. Did he apologize or anything? Um, no, I mean, I just, I just saw, Hey, I'm available now. I got X amount available. That was it. And I'm like, I've been trying to contact you dude for like six to eight months. But, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, so the other thing is, is that um, listeners probably want to know about Volume Two for Switch Collector. Um, so I have multiple book projects and projects going on. So my next Kickstarter is going to be a re-release of Jeffrey Wittenhagen's Black Box Challenge on the NES, um, which is going to be have a compendium with it that is a twist a plot style Worlds of Power narrative book with custom Ooh. art inside so it's going to tell it's a man novelization of black box challenge with art done by charles moissant from silver phoenix entertainment he's doing all of the pencil drawings inside 
Um, he got me mm-hmm. the second piece yesterday, so I can finally update the demo pages for the Kickstarter, and I should be able to launch here in the next week or two while everybody's home. Um, and I'm going to get that out there. Once that's done, I actually started something else, um, which I noted on my video. I started something else uh since I'm going to be in and out of work and be able to work from home a little bit, hopefully in the future, um, I'm doing a re-release of the complete NES. Ooh. And it's, That'll make a lot of people happy. It's 560 pages right now, so I need to, wow. <laughs> I need to get it down a little bit because I don't like to do anything over 500 pages anymore. But it is a combination of the complete NES and NES oddities. So, oh, nice. So it has Nintendo, PAL exclusives, Famicom that don't require Japanese to enjoy, uh, unlicensed, bootlegs, NES homebrew highlights. So I'm not doing the whole homebrew revolution piece, but I'm doing mm-hmm. like the top NES homebrew out there, like the aftermarket games that feel like real games. Um, and then the arcade stuff, the Play Choice 10, the Nintendo versus arcade stuff, the Holy Grails, all of that's there because it's already done. Right now, though, because my first book I created in a rudimentary way, a.k.a. my very first book I did in Microsoft Word back in the day because <laughs> I didn't know any better, um, I'm recreating it all in high quality, so this version is going to be the definitive version of the complete NES. Like It looks amazing. Um, I'm doing all new uh, high-quality screenshots of every single NES game. Um, and then the text is going to be similar, except for I may rewrite the back of the box write-ups that I had on some of the games. I thought it was funny, um, because the book was initially just for me. Um, it was before there was a fan base, so I did everything for me. Um, so I'm going to, I'm probably going to rewrite some of those that were just the back of the blocks, blip it, which basically was like from like game FAQs or something. Like it just said the back of the NES box. I just mm-hmm. tossed them on some of the reviews, so it's not really reviews on some of them. I'm gonna pro- I'm gonna do proper reviews of those. So th- it's almost done. Like it's not like there's a lot to do with that one. So that'll be the next one. But once I finish the formatting of that book, I'm gonna move on to volume two of the Switch Collector while I'm writing the complete Genesis because that's also happening. The complete Sega Genesis I've been working on for two and a half, three years now. And it's already formatted, so I can work on the formatting of the Switch Collector. Because before we launch the Switch Collector, I want to have it in a semblance of completion so people don't have to wait <laughs> as long as they had to this time. Mm-hmm. Um, I want you know enough people to get it. I want people to enjoy it and then clamor for the second, second year go. to come out. And the second year is probably going to be two volumes, maybe. We'll see. You know what I mean? Weird, because year two was so much slower than year one. Yeah. Hmm. So much, so much slower. <laughs> <laughs> and so many new things in year two. Well, A whole new category of games. There's there's all the limited stuff. Plus, oh, I mean, yeah. us taking our time with these, number one, allows us to put more, um, not more thought into it, because we put a crap ton of thought into volume one, but it allows a lot of these games that are going to get physical releases to get them because there was at least eight games in volume one that are now (laughs) released since we did the digital only section, which is the goal of that section. But still now it's like people are going to read about, well, that is a physical and be like, well, great. (laughs) That's the point. (laughs) 
like Xeno Drifters in there. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, of course it is. I wanted to have a physical. <laughs> I mean, there's some that are in there that I knew were going to get a physical, but I'm like, you can't not include it because what if something happens, like what happened with um, Warned Collectors, and then it doesn't come out? Like, right. it, and the, those games still may come out in the future, but. Well, we need to have a category for Warned Collectors. <laughs> it has to be. Uh, documented for uh, preservation. But I will say what's interesting, you know, your year one game, just, what, two, three weeks ago, the Tomorrow Corporation put out the uh, 7 billion humans slash uh, human resource, human resource machine, mm-hmm. Deluxe, uh, that supports English. So now we count those. And they were two games early on in the Switch. Yeah. Uh, so it's possible that by the end of this life cycle, all your year one Digital-only games will have a physical, that would be or at amazing. least a good number of them. And I'm not even sure if I... I don't remember writing about Human Resource Machine, so mm-hmm. we may not have even covered that game. And there probably are going to be quite a few oh, games yeah. we didn't cover, because it's highlights. The digital-only section is right. highlights of our favorites. And oh, There's just too many of the document without its own book. Exactly, and we did a like a poll with the Switchcore community, like, hey, what do you want to see? And we, we tried to include as many of those games as possible. And mm-hmm. a lot of the recommendations why we didn't include them were like they were year two. <laughs> like that was that was the only reason why a game didn't get included. But um, like there were a few that I personally wasn't interested in. But I'm like, oh, somebody <laughs> wanted it in there, and one mm-hmm. of them now has a physical tiny metal. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like not a fan of it, even though I pre-ordered it. Because after reviewing it, I was like, "Oh, it's it's cool." Yeah. <laughs> See, and that's Barry gonna try to sell me on more games that I like too. Well, Barry had good timing to tune into that channel because Limited Run just posted uh, Blade Runner uh, officially, yeah. so you were ahead of the the, the schedule. Yes, nice. there you go. <laughs> and now now it's all over the Twitter. They Everyone's... they did Indigo Prophecy for PS4, <gasps> and now they're showing off uh, Gloomwood. Oh my God! Indigo Prophecy. Oh <laughs> yeah. man. Only on oh, PS4 only, sadly. And I know. They just posted it April third. It's gonna open up for pre-order. See, I don't buy PS4 games anymore. But oh my God! I think I saw Indigo Prophecy for PS2. Interesting. Uh, it is I interesting that we're seeing a lot of PS2 games get like renewed life. I heard that they're just like emulation. They're not like formatted for the ps4 it's like a ps4 running oh, a ps2 emulator really like the jack games that's apparently what it's like like you play jack on the ps3 it's enhanced it's done for <sighs> hd but you play the ps4 limited run versions and it's just a ps4 running a ps2 emulator and the ps2 versions that's what i heard hmm. that's kind of well, unfortunate know but we're getting it <laughs> but we're getting I, it <laughs> well i just hope they it. announce some more switch games which, tonight i mean which, I, I still yeah, think maybe. they're gonna do shadow man like oh. which makes me think like the Star Wars Bounty Hunter and the Star Wars Racer are probably the same thing. They're probably mm-hmm. PS you know PS2 emulator running those games. Hmm. Well, we talk about Star Wars, and there is a Switch Star Wars game on the eShop. Was it Jedi Outcast Two? I think. Yeah. I have to believe that we're going to see Limited Run do a Switch version of it at some point. They have that would to. be awesome. Yeah. I mean, we mentioned and they're doing uh, their second wave now of of their Star Wars games. Yeah, you know, they but, are. And JP, you mentioned, uh, you know, the actual eShop, and we mentioned Doom Maternal at the beginning of the episode. Well, Doom 64 is now available for... Yes, it is. ...for digital only right now. Is that Night Dive also? 
I That's think it thing. might be, but I hope we see a physical of Doom 64. On, uh-huh. Oh my well, god! I would, I would like a physical if with Doom 64. I would like it to be like the Slayers collection that they had on PS4 and Xbox, where mm-hmm. Doom 1, 2, 3, and 2016. Even if it's just Doom oh 1, 2, 3, and Doom 64 for Switch oh, in terms of awesome. physical. Well, I mean, it is Night Dive. Could you imagine Limited Run doing that, like the 1, 2, 3, with the expansion of 3, and then 64 on like one cart? That'd be awesome. Amazing. I mean that and then and then let's just let's just keep dreaming. And then sixty four box or an SNES box. And Sigil just, on there too. Might as well. Uh, because <laughs> Sigil is I uh, think Sigil is on the Switch version of um Is it? On on the Switch version of the digital. I think it is. Uh, I, I read so I, I watched a review somewhere because I haven't played it yet. I need to. Um but I got the Sigil box from Limited Run Games. So, mm-hmm. like, they've already done some amazing Doom releases, and that just shows you that they have the uh, the care of a of a fan. Oh, yeah. So let's let's get it. Let's get it, guys. We need it. We need it. Awesome. <sighs> so many. Well, we're awesome at names. well, we're at an hour thirty now. So, mm-hmm. well, I I do have a bit of news apparently that that goes with um, what Whoa. we were talking about at the beginning of the episode. Nice. Um, apparently. Yeah. Apparently, um, in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. because of GameStop's attitude that they've taken, that their business license in PA has been suspended. Oh. And someone Whoa. reached out to, to somebody and they sent a picture of a sign they had to put on the door. That says, do not remove this sign. Notice of closure. Notice is hereby given that as of this date, the operating permit license of GameStop is immediately suspended until further notice. Date 3.20, time 12 p.m. Until otherwise notified, do not enter location without proper protective attire, including an N95 respiratory mask. So I don't know if this is real, if this Um, is Reddit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Reddit. GameStop can confirm. I've seen the door sign. has Tom Wolf stamp on it. So that PA did not like GameStop's attitude and revoked their business license for the time being. (laughs) They kicked him, they pushed him, they threw him in the river and laughed as they drowned. Yeah. (laughs) That's hurt. That's big. That's crazy. I mean, and that's Uh, just PA, but who knows if other states are going to follow suit. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That's crazy. So before we move too far away from the indie world, because we didn't really talk much about it, but why don't we just say, if you both watched it, did you have any highlights that you're looking forward to? I mean, Yacht Club was my highlight, for sure, mm-hmm. as always. I, I would say Baldo. Baldo. I, really want, I yeah. want a physical so bad. I was like, how is that not like a AAA? It looks amazing. It does look yeah. really cool. That looks good. The Good Life. Yes, Good um, Life, I'm actually a Kickstarter background on. I think we're gonna. I, I mean, that's Swery sixty five, right? Suda. I, I think. Yeah. I don't they have a relationship with Limited Run? I feel like if we got well, physical, they they are doing a physical on PS four, and that's why I backed it. And, and now it's coming to the Switch. And they say they stated in the Kickstarter email to to all of us, they said that yes, it's coming to the Switch. Right now, they have no plans for physical, but they hope mm-hmm. to in the future, and that people can't switch their their uh, backer, you know, system of choice to the Switch, but they would be doing a, an option for someone to add do an add-on for the digital of Switch. Okay. But uh, but as of now, they stated that there's no plans 
for a physical for Switch, but obviously that can change. I think we're going to get it. Also, Summer in Mar in Mara. Mara. I, I back that, and it's nice to see a physical, or I'm not not physical. It's nice to see that one in the in the showcase, and it looks it's, great. It's weird that you you backed Summer of Mara, but uh, but you didn't have the time to play Rune Factory. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I'm going to play these games, but I'm going to back them. <laughs> JP just buys them. of Rune Factory. You know what? I will say this: that that type of game just isn't my type of game. <laughs> like I I want to like it, and I can see myself liking it, but for some reason, I just. I don't want to be told to go to bed at midnight to get a good night's sleep. So you can you go are you're, you're highly Wait, recommended that you go. Rune Factory, you don't actually have to well go to bed day. at all. Rune Factory, you could stay up the entire time. You have a yes, sleeping but, skill, but you don't have to go. Yeah, but they said that you wouldn't feel well the next day. But you could still don't don't tell it's me like what real to life, do. JP. It's like real <laughs> life. Exactly. I, you don't sleep. I you don't, don't feel well. <laughs> that's, well, I guess you know. I don't want to mimic real life in that game. So. <laughs> also blue fire looked really good i'll just blue go fire. back to the indie world bark <laughs> the, the shoot them up look good um you know what i gotta say like maybe not every game because there was a i think there was a card based game in there maybe not every game is kind of that, my that style but interesting for me it looked you, you know now that it you're saying now that you're saying yeah. some of these games i don't think i got all the way through i might have fallen asleep during <laughs> I'm I like, say, God, it was like 20 one, minutes i know 20 minutes <laughs> one game did showcase at the very end, and it's already getting a physical um, bounty battle. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Uh, is uh, special reserved. It no no oh, signature edition. Yeah, so merge is doing it. They're releasing the regular edition that's coming out in the U.S. up at GameStop and I'm sure other websites. But signature edition is doing the collector's edition, and what's really awesome is that this is the indie Super Smash Brothers kind of game. With characters from so many different oh, indie games. Yeah, well, it's the second cool. one, Brawlhalla, was kind of like that, too. Yeah, that's true. And technically, to a very, very small degree, Brawlout. Yes. <laughs> because Brawlout had... And that actually was from Merge also. But this one, I mean, the lineup just looked ridiculous. Um, and it's nice to nice to see those, those indie developers kind of coming together to share their characters. So now, I would say overall this was a great. You, you're saying great. this is getting a U.S. physical. Yes. But I, w- I wouldn't trust pre-ordering at GameStop right now. No, <laughs> no. it's not going to be exclusive to them. Uh, in fact, in fact, if if you have any pre-orders at stores, you might actually <laughs> want to go get your money before they lose their business <laughs> license and, and go out of business. <laughs> that is crazy. It's coming in. A, it's coming in a freaking fire ball of fire right now. <laughs> My goodness. Poor choices, Time. people. Yeah. The times we live in. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. <laughs> should we talk about what's coming out next week really quick? I think I think we should. Sure. Okay. So one is today on Friday. Uh, Super Rare Games just announced their next title, Mech Extermination Force. Mm. Did nice. everyone see that announcement? No? Okay. No, no I you did, did not, but it sounds cool. So it's, it's, it's going to be a – well, okay, so – we reviewed it, so check out jpswitchmania.com. Slight plug, 9.5 out of 10 review that we Ooh. gave it. Um, so I would say it's a good game. It's only going to be 4,000 copies made, so like Assault Android Cactus that sold out very quickly, I have a feeling we're going to start seeing this trend now from Super Rare with their reduced quantities. I think their games are going to start selling out a lot quicker. Um, so if you want to get it, it's going to go for pre-order next Thursday nice. at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Um, so that's the limited aspect. Also next week is 
Physicality Games, I believe, is going to be opening up their pre-orders. And they just announced their fourth title, which I don't know. Actually, no, I think they did say it's going to be next week. The Guilty Gear 20th Anniversary Pack that was previously Mm -hmm. a UK exclusive is now getting a US release through Physicality Games. And they have three other games that they've announced. um, Are they over pre-order next week? Yeah, it's like four games, right? Yeah, I thought three initially was going to be open. And now they mention this fourth one, and it said pre-order is open. So they did a weird thing where in their mailing group, they shared a Google Drive, and they had a bunch of, like, press stuff. So I got, like, the box fronts from it. So it's, like, Guilty Gear, Rolling Gunners, Slayaway Camp, and Whispering Willows are the four games. Yes. Yep. And... And they all have steelbooks, I believe. Yeah. Um, Which is... And what's interesting (laughs) is they're all going to come in tins... And it'll be, I confirmed this today, it's going to be different size tins um, uh, based on whether you buy the regular or the collectors. But, but the regular actually... come with the steelbook. Mm, yes. Don't they? Yeah. Does it? Yeah, I think the regular is a steelbook, the game, and the tin. Are you sure? Okay. I'm going to trust I you. Think so. I think so. For some so. reason, I just, uh, I'm going to go to their website. Really. No, not I their could website. be wrong, I but I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure that's how it is. Well, you know what? On, on our show, we find out live. So Yeah. The deluxe edition for Guilty Gear has the coins, the steel book, uh, acrylic standees, and then the tin. Uh, for Rolling Gunner, no, that's the deluxe also. Deluxe edition exclusive steel book. So I don't oh, know if the regular is going to have it. So maybe I think the, the picture you saw may have been game. the deluxe. Yeah, maybe. I think it's just the game and then the tin. Um, but yeah, the Whispering Willows has a deluxe exclusive steel book, CD soundtrack, 63 page art book. Uh, a light-up display stand. So I, I really think their collector editions are looking nice. We just don't know the price points yet. So those will probably get revealed uh, next week. Um, but what's really nice about, well, I guess what's really interesting about physicality games is that it's not going to be you know a limited quantity. It's going to be we're taking pre-orders. When we hit the minimum that we need to manufacture the game, we're going to do so. And then after that, it's just going to be an open availability uh, so there's no, I guess there's no um, limit. No, no risk of not of, of missing out. <coughs> but the risk yeah. is that if people don't pre-order it, then they won't make it. So it's kind of like that double-edged sword. Um, so you know, please pre-order it. <laughs> yeah, and I think some people, you know, are hesitant because it's a little bit similar in terms of like Warren Collector did a lot of pre-orders and then <sighs> nothing happened. But I would say that we've had a lot of successful companies, and talking with physicality games, I don't get that sense of you know something bad is going to happen. I think, I think they're in the right mindset and the right place for this. So I think it's just going to be we're going to have to wait and see and see kind of how people you know view them. I personally, they've, they've picked some good sure. titles. They picked some good titles. They, they picked some. They good, titles. good titles. They're very communicative. You know, I. I've talked with the people there, and I get a good sense from them. I mean, that's just my personal opinion. That's not anything else. I, I but. hope, like, if you pre-order all four titles, and let's say three of them go to print, but one doesn't, they don't, like, mm-hmm. cancel your order or something, or you yeah. have to wait till all four are out. I'm like, but that one's never coming out. Then right. you're never getting your games. Yeah. I mean, me, because I can't wait, I'm just going to pre-order each one individually. Uh, oh, individually? Because then you pay more for shipping. I do, but then I get the games. <laughs> That he, that he won't I mean, play. No, that he won't I play. Game, I get the game sooner. That's all I meant to say. I get the game sooner. He has to I, do his I unboxings. Did, yeah, I, I made the mistake of with Red Art, I did a, a pre-order for two games that I guess had gone out the same day. 
and one was Riddled Corpses X, and then I forget what the second game was, yeah, but they both went up, and I'm still and they told me that it's shipping. This the next game will be shipping soon, but I was like, why did I do that? I never do that. I hate waiting. I just yeah, like to have the game. See, and like, then I did that for, for one print games, like so like, it'll do and stuff. I did the three packs, yes. waiting on the three pack. Yep, it'll do is open for pre order that I think is going to close at the end of this month. I think. Um, but yeah, we have a lot of good titles coming out, um, and a lot of companies, so it's definitely not a slow time for the Switch at all. Do you think we're ever going to see anything from Warned Collectors? <laughs> no, no, Warned, Warned is, is gone. I they mean, warned they are... you in the name. Is, is their website here. even there anymore? No. no, it's all gone. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's gone. gone. It's all It's all. Gone. It's been confirmed that they're gone. I, I kind of get annoyed when people like tag me and they go like, so Warren, what's going on? And I'm just like, JP, it's done. Like, like your buddies with them. I'm not. <laughs> like I don't know. Pa- I, your you know what? They talk. They, uh, yeah. No, their website's what? still there. <laughs> and I think pre-orders are probably still open. It was their social yeah, media You can still add gone. stuff to Clark. Ooh, I'm yeah. going to go hopefully, buy some games from them right now. Hopefully nobody does. I'm going to do it live But either way, podcast. next week is going to be a pretty big week, so it's going to be a lot of fun. But next either way, we didn't even big. talk about what's coming out in retail, but we have... Gigantosaurus, the game from Outright Games, based on the Disney show. So for kids, great oh. game. We have Saints Row 4 coming out. Which is awesome. The the re-elected edition. We have One Piece Pirate Warriors 4, which is what I'm looking forward to. Because it continues the story of Luffy. So I'm very happy about that. Um, then also, where does next week end? It ends on the 27th. So that's, from what I see, that's it for... U.S. releases. I didn't have a chance yet for the uh, imports, so you'll have to check JP Switch Mania's weekly release post to see if there's anything else coming out. <laughs> Got him! <'em>. No. <laughs> <laughs> Hook, awesome. line, and sinker. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we, we were talking last week, JP, while you weren't around, about the whole coronavirus <laughs> and how much it's it might affect physical <laughs> releases. And we had yeah. this joke going on. I don't know how if you feel this is going to be where, where if it might get bad enough that physical releases will stop for a while and like we'll go you know several weeks without anything, and then like all of a sudden <laughs> we'll open up our door and we'll be like 10, 15, 20, 30 boxes, and our wives will be like, "Why? How many games did you get this this, this uh-huh. day? Like fifty? Because it was like for weeks worth, just <laughs> built up into one week." Well, I have I've been getting a lot of the games from Play Asia because I have credit and. I was getting concerned because I'm like, oh, nothing's shipping, and all of a sudden, all their games that just came out are showing, you know, expected arrival dates, which means their delays are, or deliveries are getting delayed. But thankfully, they're still shipping, so um, for now, at least, I should be okay. But I was seriously debating just canceling and just like pre-ordering it like Best Buy just so I have them before like any crazy shutdowns happen. But I said, no, I mean, gotta be patient. I'll get the games. I mean, in all honesty, it's gonna be interesting to see uh, firsthand because doing publishing myself, like I am, I see all of the different disasters and things. So it'll mm-hmm. be interesting to see how long it takes for like Switch Collector to actually get printed and shipped, and because my stuff gets freighted over and everything too because mm-hmm. it's too heavy. So like it'll be really interesting to see how long things take nowadays. Yeah. And I mean, just like you mentioned, Final Fantasy VII, if they're not already you know, on hold in a warehouse somewhere stateside, we might see a delay. The game's yeah. not even done yet. Yeah. So then there, there's no way that, I mean, we probably won't see it then. 
I'll just keep playing the demo over. But and over. Barry, you say it isn't done yet, but that doesn't hasn't stopped a lot of companies <laughs> from already having press discs sitting in a warehouse, and they just put a day one update. Oh, yeah, let's, let's not. We don't like that. That's bad. We don't even want to mention it so no one does it. Don't listen to Jeffrey. He's on like psychedelic mushrooms or something. He's this is nonsense. true. This is true. <laughs> Very tripping. All of the balls right now. <laughs> I have a feeling with Final Fantasy VII, I will buy their individual games. I'll buy their bundle packs. When the second one comes out, they bundle with the first. Mm-hmm. Then they'll have the complete collection. I'll just I'll own it as many you, times you as I You know need to. that they're going to re-release it on PS5. It's a, it's a given that yeah. PS5 is going to get complete, a re-release. Complete collection. And that's PS5. how JP gets a PS5. <laughs> mm-hmm, for sure. <laughs> I mean, PS5 is inevitable in my household, so... Uh, it wouldn't yeah. surprise me if the second half or third half or however many parts Final Fantasy goes to that. Is, doesn't even hit the PS4 and only part yeah. one's on PS4. Mm. It could be the way that the time it takes. It could be. And, and then, way, and then limited run games will give it a PS4 release. <laughs> hmm. Terrible practice. <laughs> Years down the line. Uh, I'm mad at Square about this. <laughs> Moving um, on. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. Um, I know I don't pre-order as much as, as you guys do, but um, there was a lot I pre-ordered in the last week, so it'll be interesting. Yeah. But I also go back later and then get deals, and I'll go mm-hmm. to um, some of our, our favorite, like, European sites that we go to all the time, like Shop for Megastore, go over to PlayAsia, and kind of, like, just stack up and buy and lump <laughs> like that's what i did Did you see they sent me something today Mm-mm. nope what so shop for megastore uh sent me a surprise package with a switch controller and a zelda Link's awakening deluxe case cool oh. uh, and they said thank you for all the support on social media uh love seeing my posts and i said this is great i mean i love shop for megastore i mean i buy from them and i have no mm-hmm. problem ever promoting them but yeah they're a great company they're really good on social media too like i see them very active um, always responding and things like that. So that was a nice surprise from them. <laughs> so thank you. And I will say, you talked about deals. Probably the yeah. best deal on the eShop right now is Revenge of the Bird King is a penny. Oh, Revenge of the Bird King is a penny? Um, yeah, so I, I picked was... up some train game for a penny today, <clears throat> and it looked dumb, and I was like, it's a penny. It's one point. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's interesting is Josh Fairhurst from Limerun Games helped publish the digital release. He wanted to make it free, but they wouldn't allow him to. So he put it for the lowest you could, which is a penny, and he did that in, I think, like in Canadian dollars, it's a penny, U.S. dollars, it's a penny, <laughs> um, and I thought that was pretty cool, and for a penny, I mean, everyone has a coin, so, and the game is fun, too, I mean, yeah, the, um, I paid nine cents for it when the they tra- put it on sale. Yeah, I, I did it for nine cents, too. Um, yep. The train game's called Conduct Together, but apparently oh, yes. you focus on crashing the trains or something. I just see a bunch <laughs> of train explosions. I was like, I'll do that for a penny. What? Um, that sounds terrible. It sounds horrible, but it's, it's a penny. It's not It's not as bad as the game that we're reviewing now called Ski Sniper 2. Oh, my God. Oh, um, God. Now, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, isn't that interesting? A game like that-, that I did um, get on the sale on the eShop today um, that doesn't have a physical yet is Anodyne. And it was 99 cents. Mm-hmm. It looks like nice. a Zelda game. It looks like a combination of Zelda and like Earthbound Mother Three. So like it looks cool. Um, I like Zelda likes. So I was like for ninety nine <laughs> points basically, and I got oh, yeah. seven, sixty for registering Streets of Reg or Streets of Ray nice. Red Reg Streets of Reggie <laughs> Reg <laughs> Streets of Reggie. No, um, yeah, I got I got like sixty or seventy five points for that. So I was like, well, I'll get Anodyne. 
and support them I, too because I hope that we get a cool release of that. I also saw that Bandai Namco has a crazy eShop sale going on where everything is around 70% off. Jeez. And I mean, I have most of their games ready, but some of the games that we never got here, like One Piece Warriors 3, um, we did get Dragon Ball Fighters, stuff like that, but they are ridiculously cheap right now. Um, so I would say if you're a, a digital buyer or you don't buy imports, um, check them out because it was crazy like how low the prices were and they're for good games. So I think the eShop is having a lot of a lot of good sales right now. Probably because everybody's home spending money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Stay away from GameStop. Buy digital. That's <laughs> or just buy online <laughs> like we do. <laughs> yeah. Buy buy physical, but buy from other retailers. Yeah. Well, somebody just said Dusk on Switch was confirmed through LRG with nice. a big collector's edition. Apparently, wait, Dusk was already no a Dust or Dusk because we have somebody dust. wrote Dusk. Dust was already no, no Dusk, dusk. with a K. Well, that's gonna be awesome that we're gonna have Which Dusk and dust? dust next to each other. Dust and Elysian Tail, or whatever, with the little fox looking. Yeah, yeah that's thing. Dust. What, what game is Dusk? Dusk. I don't know. Time to do the Google machine, because Dusk. Dusky. Oh, Atelier Dusk Trilogy. Oh. Hmm. Wait, wait, wait. The one that was Asian? Hold on, hold on. I'm trying to just... Uh... No, there's a game I'm called trying. Dusk that's a yeah. 1990, or 2018 retro-style first-person shooter. Yes. Quake. Yeah, inspired by Quake, Heretic, Hexen, Half-Life. Okay, maybe that's the one that they're talking about. I'm just waiting for I'm, Limited Run to update I'm, I'm their I'm looking page at now. the stream right now, and they're showing Mill and Journey 2 for Steam. Because so there's also not that. Dusk <laughs> Over as well. So, man, there's so many games that all have the, the same. <laughs> hmm. I'm trying to find out what game this is, because... Yeah, I'm I mean, sure we'll the only you know, Dusk we'll game something. that I see is... It was, it was at PAX East, and it was Dusk running on the Nintendo Switch, and it's a first-person shooter. It looks right up Limited Run Games' alley. Hmm. Um, uh, did you see it, that they were dumping codes online, including Lawbreakers? Just so Lawbreakers yeah, yes. it. <laughs> I want more people to play this. Here's the codes. <laughs> I Speaking love it. of first-person shooters, I did try out Metro recently. Yeah, how on was the that? Switch. It played really nice. I only played the first twenty minutes or so, but I played handheld. It looked good. It played smooth, and yeah, I'm. I'm uh, we need more. I feel like we just need at this point more first-person shooters, which is really interesting because. You know, when the system came out, I started looking at, like, we don't have any shmup games. And then all of a sudden, East Asia Soft kind of opened that up for us. And then I was thinking, we don't have any visual novel games. And then this year has just been, like, a plethora from P-Cube and other companies of just so many visual novels. And, you know, we see them now through Limited Run also. But now I'm thinking, like, first-person shooters we don't have. And I don't know. I feel like I've just been jonesing for, like, a good first-person shooter on the Switch. I, I swear, I need, like, a Legend of Zelda Link to the Past or, like, A Whole New World where I just have another flip side of my life where I can just play Switch games. Because <laughs> there's just so many out there. And, like, I just don't have the time with projects and work to, like... And I want to get the projects out because people enjoy what I'm doing on the side as my hobby. So it's like, man, I want to play more Switch games. Because I feel guilty. I'm like, I'm sitting here playing a, a Switch game, getting into Dragon Quest or something, and I'm like, I could be inking some covers right now to get them out to people. <laughs> I feel I bad. could be Don't playing Switch guilty. games, but I'm on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I just want well, to play games, and I feel so busy. 
This is for the people. What are you talking about? It's true. It's true. It's for the people. I I just need more time. We just need more time to play games. Yeah, yeah, We're in quarantine. We have more. You have lots of time. I'm I'm not in quarantine, unfortunately. I still have to go in. Like, there's a rumor that I'm only going to have to go in half the time, which would be nice. So that could be home Hmm. half the time. So that would be cool. That was nice. Not happening yet, though. Uh, (laughs) All right. Do we want to tell people where we can find each other? Sure. So um, for me and this podcast, you can find it at <laughs> HagensAlley.com, as well as you can find the Switchmania Playcast on all the major podcast dealios, websites, anything that pulls an RSS feed, we populate over at those places. Um, on social media, you can find me at HagensAlley on Facebook and the Twitter. <laughs> and um, on Instagram, I'm at Hagen's Alley Books. What about you, Barry? You can find me on the Twitter at Hawk Hellfire. And on Facebook and on YouTube, you can find me at Nintendo Fuse. All right. And for me, jpswitchmania.com, jpswitchmania on Twitter, YouTube. We have an active now channel again. We're doing uh, video gameplays, like the first 20 minutes of games. We're going to be doing reviews soon, so the channel is back up, so please check it out, subscribe, like our videos. Um, for some reason, we, there's what, one... Is, is the playcast on there yet? The no. Nope. Not yet. Thanks a no, lot, Bear. Mr. Superman is not here. <laughs> <laughs> on and then Instagram, no. Facebook, all those places. And then right now, because I always have giveaways going on, mm-hmm. I have two right now. I think two, maybe three. I can't even remember. Um, the first one. Sorry, my wife is just waving at me and <laughs> she's throwing me off. And she's waving even faster now. Okay. <laughs> Stop looking at me. Tell her to say hello. To Thank you. <laughs> say hi. You say hi. Hi, Mrs. She has a cameo now. Okay. She's been on an episode before. (laughs) She has. It's been a while. Yeah. So two giveaways. The first one, I partnered for the very first time with Video Games Plus. They're a retailer in Canada that ships worldwide. And we have a giveaway going on right now where you can pick either, you could win either Warborn or is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon from P-Cube? So the giveaway is my pin tweet right now yes yes jp it is wrong it is it is wrong but it's right in this case (laughs) you just have to comment on which game you want follow us like tag all that good stuff and you could win one of the two games but there's a new giveaway that i just started today that i'm actually really excited about because i've never done something like this before um and i love doing lots of like firsts through the channel but i partnered with actil and they are helping to bring billion road to the eShop. Which, if people remember, I believe this um, was a Japanese-only title previously. And it's a Japanese-style board game, Monopoly, mixed with a reality TV show kind of uh, backdrop. So it's really cool. Check it out. We have gameplay footage on our YouTube channel. But what's really nice is, aside from giving three people an eShop code, the winner, the grand prize winner, will get their monster that they come up with. All the, so all you have to do is the rules is come up with the monster name and tell us what the power is that they would have in the game. Hmm. And the official Billion Road artist, Takayuki Doi, will make an acrylic print of your monster. That's pretty awesome. That's awesome. That's, yeah, so the grand prize winner will get that. And all you literally have to do, take a few minutes, 
go to Twitter, just comment on the name of your monster and, you know, just a description of what they do. If you want to give a description of what they look like, that's fine. But they just need, you know, yeah, the artist just needs something (laughs) to go on. And what's really awesome is that members from Actil and Bandai Japan will pick the winner. So my monster is the JP Switch Maniac. Well, then write it down. (laughs) (laughs) He has snarky comments on playcasts. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Oh, boy. But either way, I think that's an awesome giveaway. I've never done something like that. Super cool. I really hope people realize not to just like and retweet. You actually have to participate a little, but I definitely think the prize is worth it. So those are the two that are going on right now. I feel like I have more in the works, which I always do. Um, But, yeah. Check it out on JP Switchmania at Twitter. All right, everybody. Giving away toilet paper. (laughs) You know what? One square at a time. No, no, I don't want to be mean like that. (laughs) (laughs) I am curious, though, how many people would enter. (laughs) (laughs) Challenge accepted. Toilet paper giveaway. JP puts the TP Give- in JP. All right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> On that note, you can't have JP Switch Mania without TP, all right? <laughs> it's true. Oh my god. All right, we will We may be number 1 on Apple Podcast, but we'll be your number 2. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> and did you keep going? Oh, it keeps going and going. You're going to run out. <laughs> run out of TP? You got to end the contest. With JP. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Oh, this, my God. Uh, join us next week where we'll be talking about Streets of Red. Um, hopefully not red with JP's giveaway. And, oh, uh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and we will see you next week. Bye. (laughs) Have a good one.